previously. You'd listen to them and there would be silence in the dressing room when things were going badly and they were speaking. You'd hear a pin drop. I think that had actually a big effect on, um, on, on the quality of players that were kind of coming through. Like. And she put a couple of line balls over the bar. And he went said to me, I was scared of my life. Priests and teachers who would have actively discouraged you, yeah. I must say, you know? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know we lost that game. Yeah. Actually, the guards turned up to say him nice, and they ended up inside a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but that match, the Donnie's match in Clamacilty, I don't know if your perspectives, now you were young I know at the time, but I believe Damien and Owen were you on the panel or were you on the pitch or at it anyway? I, I wasn't on the panel, no, my father was training, and okay. I, but I was on the pitch after. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can any of you, can you describe what happened on that day in Clannacilty, in the old pitch as well, which was down by the kind of entrance to the town really? I believe there was seven to 8,000 people at it because it was uh, it was West Cork final, which was also... Um, uh, Donnie's were it was their kind of county final or something wasn't it because they'd won the division or they, they'd missed the division um, so they had to come back and play you guys got to the hurling fight so maybe that's why the Kilburton were beaten by y'all and to intermediate hurling so Donnie's were nominated Donnie's were nominated over West Cork and they won that and then they had to come back and play the ridden there was just a, uh, my memory of it there was just a big build up like I was saying earlier about the lads in school when you started going to school first and you realised the lads knew Kilburton players, it was like, you know, you started taking notice of the Kilburton players yourself. But I remember I would have been older now at this match. I, that's when I was 12 or 13 and fellas actually did know Kilburton players. But at this age, whatever, we were in fifth or sixth year, but the lads from different clubs were looking forward to the Swiss Cup final so much. And it was actually put off once or twice because of the weather. It was very late in the year. As far as I could, yeah. Season, it? So it might have been put off maybe once, but there was just a big build up. Um, to it and then there was this big thing about you know Donnie's Donnie would have been would have been favourites and would have been a very strong football team at the time and they went up two grades I'd say yeah, in two yeah, years yeah, yeah. but um, you know the fact that they had to come back and after winning the county that they could lose it all that added to the to the spice of it um, and I suppose Kilbritton would have been known as a, a physical marauding um, <laughs> football team with mighty men but like in fairness to Donnie's they were no they were no um, shrinking violets either um, so there was just a big just a build up that it was something bigger than not not bigger but it was there was a lot of late in the year there wasn't many matches left there was circumstances like they were already county champions they could lose it all the match was delayed a week there was a lot of bonus, um so that kind of added to the to the occasion Crowd wise, I, I I wouldn't have known the numbers. There was what felt like a huge crowd in Clannacilty, but I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have realised that it was that kind of that kind of numbers. Um, I still loving the modesty though. But what actually happened at the match? <laughs> uh, was there did a fight break out afterwards? It, it, the the match itself was actually just to talk about the match itself <laughs> <laughs> before the fight. It was it was quite competitive. Kilburton were falling down. Down were stronger at the start. And Kilbritton got a goal from a free. Tommy Brennan took a free and went straight into the net. Um, and that kind of made it close again. And it was, a, it was a dirty, wet day, so it was hard to get scores. So Donnie's, to be fair, probably would have been would have been the stronger team. Um, but the goal kind of changed things in that Kilbritton were back in the, the battle and would have had those, you know, those those guys who were uh, ready to, to, to slog it out. Um, there was two sendings off from Kilbritton during the game and there was one from Donnie's 
during the game. So just at the end, I suppose, look down, he's won by four. So it was probably maybe a few minutes left. You know, there, there was a few um, coming 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 into the pitch. So there was, you know, the match was 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 finishing out. And uh, what actually happened when the final whistle went or how it all started. But there was certainly... Um, in GA terms, a shamazzle um, <laughs> on the on the pitch on the pitch itself. I'm like a riot, it yeah. I, I, <laughs> who, who knows? And uh, I remember my my brother. I was only eighteen or whatever it was, and just you know, you saw these big strong men fighting each other. And uh, I remember my brother came in, he had his arms around me, saying, "You're not going into that now." And I was like thinking, "I'm certainly not." <laughs> 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 it's like there was, yeah, it was like kind of one of those moments. Like maybe I was straining a bit, but I was certainly hoping he wasn't going to let me go. Because I, I would have been, you know, these guys were able to look after themselves. Um, so yeah, there was the look. There was a big, a big hoo ha after the, the the match. Um, how it how it went down or why it went down is consigned to history. But um, yeah, it was a, a big a big event discussed for weeks and months afterwards. But yeah, I just remember being terrified at the end of this. Um, uh, yeah, that was my my memory, and there was a big crowd on the pitch and plenty of uh, shimazels going on. Is that your memory of it, too, Damien? Yeah, I like going to that. Kilbritton had Kilbritton had lost intermediate, but did nothing to lose going into this, and Barnes had everything to lose. And Kilbritton's conditions probably suited Kilbritton a bit as well. Yeah. you know, like you, you two or three fellows who were playing rugby with Bandon, and there were. Big strong men. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened at the end. It was like said. All I remember is I went into bed because I remember my father was fairly shook at it because he was, you know, he was pale as a sheet. Like because he did play, he played football with Donnie's. Like he played back in the what before I came. He played senior football for a few years, and so he didn't know a few of the people there. But I remember going into them, and but he did. It's <laughs> funny at times, similar to what Lancey was. I assume it's Lancey did. Just actually, Shames was told. Was holding the race. Shames was holding the race. Shames was holding the race. My father was there, and um, but he had Frank Aaron was on one side, and there was um, Patrick Manny was on the other side, and there it was kind of having a they're kind of both sides of him, so he was well protected at the time, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, there was a. Uh, I don't know. It was just one of those things. Like, but it, it will learn those people. It was being talked about a lot and <laughs> for a couple of weeks after. I did hear. I don't know if, if you would have heard or would you have been there yourselves. But I believe Father Hearn, who was the parish priest at the time, and a staunch GA man, uh, apparently said off the altar the following week that look, lad, we may have lost the match, but we won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said that. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he said that. Yeah. 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 Um, if I may talk about injuries and touch a little bit on conditioning and that earlier um, but uh, like these days it's whey protein and into the gym what was it like in your day in terms of the kind of nutrition or that fitness and everything else a lot of it was done to the individual I suppose um, themselves so like w- would you have looked after yourself over the season um, would you have kind of stayed off the Beer for games coming into championship, this kind of stuff. It was very often it was just down to the individual, and some guys were just kind of just naturally athletic and fit, um, and other guys had to work harder. It. But um, I do. I remember when Dennis. I think when Dennis Hayes came in, um, Dennis Hayes came in. I think in thousand and oh, I think it was thousand five to be honest. The year Tim League beat us, and um, 
I think it was Dennis came in with the footballers in 2004 maybe and um, and then he took on the hurlers um, and I, I remember Effie Dennis brought a kind of uh, there was a change in the type of training we were doing um, you know he brought it, it seemed to become because Dennis was coming from uh, soccer coach he did as a coach uh, I think he coached better than soccer did he and, and so they, I mean he started using cones like you know the, you know those small little cones and I, I just remember that like it was like I, I don't know was it the first time we used cones or not but I, I do remember Dennis having a lot more kit with him like and he'd have probably done kind of coaching badges through soccer and stuff like that but a lot, a lot of it was kind of fitness related stuff as well and, and like Dennis was very good and he was able to adapt a lot of the drills to hurling drills and knowing Dennis he probably researched drills as well like you know and I think that, I think Dennis was the first, to my mind I think he was the first coach to kind of um, bring a more well, what am I trying to say because I don't want to be disrespectful to the managers that went before him um, uh, who are all really good in their own right but I think Dennis kind of um, moved it on a level we'll say um, and we definitely there was definitely some like we didn't have diets or any of that but I remember I remember getting a sheet with like like you know the, the nutrition triangle or whatever like you know so uh, like that was definitely the, the to my mind anyway that was definitely going to start of, of, of kind of a from a team a collective point of view that there was there was kind of uh, we were kind of just being given a bit of a guide as to what to eat and, and as I said the trainers were um, a bit more um, there was a bit more science to them I guess right but but in general look I think I think a lot of it was just down to the individual like and, and like you know you're on about like Owen being involved with Cork it was kind of like that was I would say one of the big advantages for us was that you know obviously whatever Cork were doing at the time Cork footballers because they were going you know they were going quite well and stuff so it would have been cutting edge at the time I'd imagine like you know so we were able to tap into that and get all that information from Owen um, as well which was hugely beneficial like you know um, but yeah I think I, I do think it's a bit more of a, a kind of a um, a collective and it's this guidance coming from 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 kind of coaches though and and with like with social media with youtube videos and all this there's just so much more information easily available to guys as well um so it's definitely different like but um but i wouldn't say it was non-existent in our day right i think it was probably more down to the individuals than um and that, that's just my memory of it anyway like you know i could be completely wrong no i think i think yeah it's it's probably like the science has completely taken over back in the 90s Everybody was doing laps, all the clubs, Cork the same would have been doing laps. And I suppose the, the science filters, you know, it's like Dublin footballers win a, an all, six in a row and everyone wants to play the style of football that Dublin play. And that's what happens kind of in, in, in lots of sports. Um, like it's, 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 it, it very much would have changed to um, kind of more specific running. We'd say the laps would have moved on to you might have been doing shorter distance, but a lot higher intensity. And even a thing like, um, what, what, one thing that would have changed, we'd say from a cock point of view was your rest. Like originally it was train every day if you could. And the, all the countries would have been doing this, but then rest, your rest was more important than your, your day's training because then you could train harder the next day. So like all that stuff was filtering into clubs, uh, as well. And then you, you would have a successful club and people want to know what they did. Um, the previous year, but I, I like I remember in, in um, with Damien's father here, like we would have done fitness tests, um, that sort of thing, and you would have been, you know, there'd be another fitness test in eight weeks' time, but we mightn't have done the sit ups and the press ups at training, but 
in eight weeks' time, you should be able to do more sit-ups and press-ups than you were able to do eight weeks ago. So there was there was elements of it coming in, um, uh, even even at that stage. But like where it's gone now is like it's you're talking position-specific type training. No, it is. It's just uh, it's just incredible. And nutrition-wise, yeah, I mean we would have seen. Um, and probably plenty lads over one age as well. But you know, a cigarette at halftime wasn't an unusual sight. Um, when we when we started playing with the adult the adult teams, um, certainly in the league, certainly in the league game, maybe not in championship, <laughs> but certainly in the league game, it wasn't it wasn't frowned upon too much. Um, it certainly it certainly would have at all. Yeah, it certainly would have it certainly would have happened. But again, it's like it's like it's like all the teams kind of move. Um, you know, it filters, it filters throughout. Um, you have a successful team and it spreads that kind of way. Well, it's nearly like, no, that it's nearly it's driven by the person themselves, you know, not a coach. Like, you know, there's these hoop bands now that you can see your recovery time and you can see, you know, how many hours sleep you got and how much yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when your next intense session should be and all that kind of stuff. Like, back along before when you were saying running and doing laps, like, I remember Liam Riley came out one year and, you know, Basically, it was running, you could be running around the, sh- the pitch 20, 20, 30 times, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. just to see who would actually collapse first. And, he was, and Liam, Liam would have been kind of cutting edge at the time. The only time like, he was yeah. giving up and it was his own. But there's, like, there's definitely a place for it because mentally, when you're running on the uh, fumes, there's, there's definitely that, that, you, that, that you, you can habits. still, yeah. it's nearly a mental challenge as much, you know, yeah. when you decide you're done, you will stop. But if you're saying I'll go another ten seconds, I'll go another ten seconds. So there, they're like there's there's still a place for it. Yeah. Scientifically, no, there's not. But mentally, you know, they, it would I would say that it would certainly have a benefit for some fellas knowing that when the fumes are there, that you can still make a decision, um, or still go another ten seconds. Um, so there's there's you know both both approaches. I think there's a an element you have to have the scientific one now because the guy getting the rest is going to be able to cha- train harder the next day. But, you know, there is an element every now and again of having a blowout where you're seeing stars afterwards. But I think mentally it's it's quite beneficial, certainly to a lot of players. In a game, like in the middle of a game, when do you listen to your gut or do you at all? Uh, uh, for, for me, anyway, right? So, like, and it's interesting. So I, I, I finished up playing about 10 years ago and and, and, and afterwards I tried to kind of uh, find other sports, like, you know, uh, and golf was one of them. And uh, the, the so the, I suppose to answer your question, uh, for me it was very much impulsive and gut related, you know, hurling and football as well. Uh, probably hurling more so because it's just it's quicker, you know, you've less time to think, and um, and I, I it's the reason why I'm just uh, terrible at golf is because you've t- you've too way too much time to think about all your shots, and your head just gets in the way. For me anyway, my head just gets in the way of everything. Whereas I never noticed that with 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 GA, um, particularly hurling, I suppose that um, you don't want that, you don't you don't really have that much time to think and and like that's why your training is so important because you, you do trainings you play so if you're if you're training hard it become or if you're working hard at training do your drills in a manner that you would do in, in on the pitch um you know you're you're going to do that on the pitch because you you just don't it'll come automatically to you like, so so for me personally it was it was very impulsive i suppose and it was all gut related so if I, you know the, the mind to be working at times where you're kind of maybe covering gaps or covering a man or, or you see a guy loose and you call to 
you know, you're, you're wing back to get out and cover him. But so, you know, maybe that's where the team comes in. But in general play for me, it was, it was definitely impulsive. And I think if I had to think too much about it, I'm sure I'd have, uh, uh, messed up a lot more than, uh, than I did. <laughs> I, I'd very much agree with Paddy. If you, if you think back about the best games that you would have played, it was the games that you were thinking the least, as in you were just, you, you can't explain why you played so well, but that's because there wasn't a lot. You were just in the game. Um, and it, it was it, it was just, it just every every everything came natural, and you wouldn't even be able to put into words why the game went so well for you. Um, it was just instinctive, a lot of times. If you if you kind of think of those those games, um, just your 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 positioning while you were in a certain place at a certain time. Again, it's instinctive. You know, you you can't train every scenario. Um. So yeah, it would be in the games where you probably played with a bit of abandon, and the thoughts just went out of your head. And uh, if you try to think about it afterwards, why it went well, you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to explain it. It's just one and of you, those you, instinctive things. And probably when you're when you're kind of uh, for the bad games, like you probably. You probably thought about your, you know, yeah, first of all, you probably thought about your mistakes, and you're probably thinking about the next, overthinking the next ball. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it just kind of compounds itself, and you, you kind of have a bit of a stinker. But, um, but yeah, definitely, it's kind of. Yeah, you're right, actually. If you start analysing during the game, you're You can see when fellas are in that zone as well, but I, I think, you know, fellas are, are tuned in and they're, you know, they're, they're on the money, like you, you can see that just. Like I, I had finished owning my career at about 23. Did you hand it into that? Don't you mean the drones? Red cards. No, 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 no red cards. It was very early days, but no, the Crucible at 23, and I did it again a few years later, and I got to play any more after that, but then the training team, and you, you'd see the difference, you can feel it in the dressing room, like you know, the fellas who are just automatically. They're, they're not overthinking things they're just on the money and you can see it in fellas when they're doing warm-ups and it's you know I know it's kind of a cliche you can see they're getting in the zone but some fellas just I don't know some fellas find it an awful lot easier to actually get into that zone than others and the other fellas sort of fellas who just seem to overthink and overanalyze and you know and it, it, I, I, I don't know there's, there's, there's a few people in one, you wouldn't name them here but there's one or two people in the club here you know and they are very very good at doing that just getting into that zone and being totally tuned in and I don't know maybe with years as well they've got more relaxed and they know they, they know how to you know what they need to do and prepare whereas other fellas just tend to overthink and you know, and that probably translates into game you get nervous you start being self-critical and you know you're you're worrying about this then you're looking out over towards the line are you going to be pulled off are you going to be moved and then he moved in that that occurs and you're involved in it then you know change of position you're thinking yeah this is my last chance and stuff like that you know and I think some people seem to be, you know, better able to do that than others. So it's important to kind of trust yourself as opposed to just listening for the sideline all the time. Oh, I'd say 100%. 100%. If you're hearing the sideline, you're probably, <laughs> you're probably in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's why it's so hard sometimes to predict. But actually, what you said there, Damien, about, you know, you kind of get a sense if today is going to be a good day or win or lose. But if you're going to get a performance or not, you kind of get a sense of it. However, I don't know. And that's why, you know, it's, it's, it can be hard to get the timing, the timing right. Um, would it be saying, and we'll say, you, you probably like game wise with different, we'll say hurling and football, but also we'll say with Carberry, with Cork, with all that. Like you 
the amount of games that you've played proportion to the two of us now is is way over what we have. But like presumably you you know from a mental point of view, you know when you're how to prepare or how you get in that zone or like, you know, I, I presume this, you know, when you're talking about ninety nine against Smith and Northern Ireland final, you know, did you go through a certain prep there that said, Yeah, I know what I need to do, what way, you know, what I have to blank out or, you know, to calm myself down or to be in that did you have anything like that that you you do with their Kind of a process. process yeah, yeah, sure. It varies for everyone, but I suppose what I used to like to do is think about it maybe a day or two beforehand so that I wasn't worried about it was kind of the mental side of it prepared before the match so that you weren't losing energy, you know, the two or three hours before the match. And inevitably it does come into your head, of course. Um but you know to kind of go through the scenarios. But can you switch that off then? Can you no, you, you can't switch it off, but I suppose it's it's like maybe even writing something down you know, instead of it popping into your head and you leave it going and popping into your head, you might write it down or something like that, something that you're, um, you know, going to plan for the match. And again, you can't write down every scenario, but that sort of thing so that the thought is captured yeah. and, you know, you're not worried about forgetting it or you're not worried that you won't have the muscle memory on the day to do what you were hoping to do. Um, so that, like, that was one of the things, you know, try and think a couple of days before about all the scenarios and then you might be a bit more relaxed. Uh, coming to the end. but again like it would work if you were going well you might not do it because you're going well and you have no worries and then if things were going you know if the farm was bad um, game farm you might you might think a bit more and you might be inclined to to, to write a few notes down like it, it must be what you will say you know to be able to do that you know just interested you do you know what kind of what kind of system do you do because like you know there's a big difference we'll say going over and playing Kilmeen we'll say in a, a West Cork's Part final or something to you know lining up behind the band playing carry in the monster final you know with forty thousand people looking at the lawn you know how do you block all that out and get into that you know I suppose that prep and I suppose the more years you have did you get into a routine that you had did you actually block it all out did you actually tune in at some stage or was it like there's, there's an awful lot of I suppose buffer time before you know you're traveling to the game your dress room you're warming up your bands you've all this yeah yeah like. If you start building yourself up too early, I presume you'd just be you'd be wound up. It was there a certain stage that you actually would say, was it, you know, after you came in from your warm-up that you said, right, this is it now, you're just totally zoned in, there's no missing conversation or anything, or was there a stage? I suppose the thinking about it beforehand would have been would have been something you do individually, yeah. and then we'll say for big games there would have been um you know, there would have been a meeting the night before the game. Uh, or the morning of the game and after that then you try and park things for a couple of hours as best you could again yeah. everything's popping into your popping into your head um, regarding parades and stuff like that you know you'd, you'd, you'd experience probably you know it's, everyone is different some young fellas you'd see them go around the parade and they'd be looking into the crowd um, not, not a bother and uh, it's, it's dead time in some ways and you'd be getting more and more nervous uh, during during the parade and in other times, again, when things would be going well for you, it wouldn't. Yeah. It is enjoyable almost. Um, and there used to be different things, breaking away before the other team to get an age or staying with the band till the end, all these little little mind games. But it, it, it varied so much depending on if your confidence was high, if the team's confidence was high. Um, all those things kind of made, and made it, a difference and I suppose there was never a set kind of process for years and years you might change depending on how, yeah. how your how your farm was that, that and just, I suppose ultimately then 
like you could like like I know I, I remember I figured out at a young age that, that thinking about a game thinking about a match beforehand I mean I, I, I remember vividly right I can't remember what age it was but it was with some game I think it was like a West Cork semi or something and I was like I remember I saw his work up in the piggery on Saturday mornings and it was a Saturday match and I said that I'm not working I want to I want to rest and you know every every half hour go pop a ball against the wall I was thinking about the game and all this and I wasn't getting worked up but I just I was just trying to uh, you know prepare as best I can I had the worst game I ever had after like and, and after that then and I remember I was Pat Burke who was working at the time and I talked to Pat about it and, and he said he said uh, you should not think about it. and everyone's different like you know, should, and he said just don't think about the match don't ever think about the match David and don't even pick up early until you get to the game and then but you could do all that, like, you know, and then you could just, and you could be, you know, perfectly well prepared, mentally all that, and you could just come up against a better opponent or a better team, and, and you could just have a stinker for that reason, <laughs> like, you just get roasting by some guy who's just, just far better than you, like, but, um, but definitely, like, I, I, I just, yeah, well, so, and I, I'd say, I don't know, would you have seen it with, with, with other guys you play with, like, would they have had different, Different methods of preparing, oh, like yeah. you're know, listening to music. Some people wouldn't. Some people made chatty. Some people would be saying nothing. It just varies. Yeah, you know, yeah there's yeah. a difference. Everyone would have a different approach, and then it might change as well. You know, like teams or teams would have got psychologists as in more recent in more recent times, um, and that they, like some fellas would have really bought into it um, and felt it was brilliant whatever tips they would have got and would have worked for them and then other fellas thought it was all a load of baloney yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't have impacted them whatsoever so you'd see a massive spectrum of how to impact on players and whether they bought into it some of them would have bought into it because they felt they needed something other fellas genuinely it, they, it didn't bother them it was all part of the build up to the match and they would have played the same without, with or without the kind of um, the mental preparation they were that's the way they, that's the way they were made up Maybe just a time there, this could be a no from all of you even. Was there any superstitions that any of you had or that you knew of, of that's going up like you had to wear these pair of runners or any like that? One of one, are you, Chet? I don't think I did. He's never bring a towel for training <laughs> or matches. Yeah. I not never. Do superstition. <laughs> I just didn't have towels. Never. Paddy, he used to be going to other people's gear bags. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With socks and he used to be playing with, I don't know how many other teams, different teams don't treat and he Obviously, he never had a pair of socks, so they never supplied any gear because he'd always be taking someone else's gear. <laughs> the towel wasn't the, a superstition. The, the amount of times, right? We were either playing a match or training, and I'd come out of the shower, and no one would be after drying himself with my towel, <laughs> and he'd hand it to me away. It wasn't a superstition. No, I just that. had no towel. <laughs> <laughs> I just had no towel. That was it. Did they win? Just a disgusting animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you mentioned mind games there as well. Was there any kind of mind games that you might have used in playing, like, I don't know, just like that, get, you know, walking away from a team before a band would have finished playing or something to get in the, in the opposition set? I'm trying to think of club level, did Kilburton? Or even just try, yourselves as a kind such. of a... I don't, I, I can't remember it. Maybe not. I'm trying to even think, we'd say the adult team when we were when we were growing up watching them going to matches, I don't think other teams would have tried to, you know, you, you might see nowadays, you'd see with the shouldering and bumping, there was no points. You know, Kilbritton had such big physical teams back in the 90s, I don't think teams would have tried that. So I don't think Kilbritton would have had to to do it. Um, I'm trying to think, was there any age? 
I, I can't recall anything in anyway, it, to be honest. No, it is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is an interesting question. Like even half time, would there ever? I don't ever remember being say we'll wait. Let, we'll let them. It's raining. We we'll let them. Do, do we did it. Did, did we do it? Two thousand four against Tim Lee. <laughs> we said we, we wait. Yeah, yeah. And Joe, I remember as well. The so we we were sorry. It was the so we drew Tim Lee and we played him a replay. And I remember, uh, and this was my games uh, against us. Uh, but I do I don't know if you remember this, but half time and we were like we were winning well enough at half time, I think, you know, we were we were pretty comfortable, like and it was but it was a miserable wet day. And I remember you uh was it um Staunton, I can't think of his first name, I think it was Staunton, anyway. But he came into our it was Tim League fella, he came into our dress room in the middle of um at the middle of half time to go to the toilet. And I remember thinking, what like I'm sure there was probably toilets in Bandon, like or at least he could have gone to the Tim League one. But I remember thinking this guy's like, is this trying to psych us out or what? Like, you know, or, or is it just an old guy who's, uh, who needs to go to the toilet? But I, I, I think I remember, I think I remember, uh, then I say he's asked us to stay back, waiting for them to go out that day. I think, uh, I could be wrong though, no, because, and maybe because it was lashing down rain and it was maybe let them wait in the rain for a bit. Uh, let them get a bit cold or something. But I, yeah, other than that, I, yeah, I can't remember anything. I suppose you made up for it in the end, what was it, 10 minutes extra or something like that, actually? Yeah, Jesus. Don't mention the... Don't mention the weather. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. <laughs> oh, the he's only one to me. He's only one to say it. He's It's your... Does my father... Does my father be hurting? Does my father be hurting at me? Um, speaking of hurting then uh, this is the question I've been trying to kind of get to um, but I keep thinking of other ones um, just injuries because you all would have gone through some kind of something uh, at some point and uh, Damien as you alluded to there earlier it kind of essentially ended your kind of playing career a bit earlier than you might have planned with your cruciate you know the effect of injury on a player and that kind of maybe even a mental kind of capacity to return to playing because you're maybe you're not always 100% then or you're maybe, oh, you know, I won't go for that ball now because, you know, I might make it back and thing. Does that affect how you play? And then when it is over, what is it that you miss about the actual playing? For me, anyway, and because I've been asked this question before, it, it's 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 championship hurling, and it's it's that feeling, um, that nervousness, and the kind of sense of anticipation, um, and pressure. I loved the pressure. I, I, geez, I, I wouldn't suggest that I, I perform well under pressure, but I just loved that feeling, and um, and especially when we got a result at the end of it. But but I I miss that, and because it's irreplaceable you, you there, there is nothing you will ever do um that that'll and and i did the lip sync a couple of years ago like you know <laughs> not even that came close but you, you don't like you, you, you genuinely don't like it's because i i remember when i finished up i was i was searching for all these different sports or ways to kind of try and uh recreate that the the buzz you get from it but it's it's for me it was just impossible to find and, and it's something that i i would I would love to experience it again. I won't, but I would love to experience that again. Um, that is, and it's just that butterflies in the stomach, nervousness, kind of 
that pre the, the, the dressing room just before you go onto the pitch, like you know, and fellas kind of looking each other's eyes and kind of saying, "Come on!" And you know, I, I just love that feeling, and that's that's something that's just I found impossible to replicate in any other kind of situation. But yeah, that's definitely one for me. What about so, yourselves? I suppose I I'm different. Like I, I suppose I was only it's only about twenty three. I'd say I mean, the Cousy went the first time, and then it wasn't right. It was probably a year after that, and like at that stage, you know, it wasn't the same. You know, treatment or you know, rehab or stuff. No, then there is no, and then it never felt right, and then it went again second time two years later, and that was the end of that. Like you know, there was no, but this was, you know. I, I like Paddy. I didn't. I suppose it didn't do, and much any other sport wise. But what I did do was probably two years later. I'd say got involved doing training with the minors here. I'd say that was my first team was um, Fintan O'Connell and um, John Murphy, Ross Cashman, and stuff. And they were the first minor team. And I'd say I was probably only about 27, 28 at the time. You know. And, I, I, it was, it did replace, you know, I, I, I got a good buzz out of it. And I, especially, I don't know, especially a group of lads who responded and there were, there was a lot of, there's a group responded, group. there was, yeah. And then like what we did a few years after that, then we did the under 16s and under 18s and amalgamated them. And, you know, your teams like, you know, there was, I remember there was one predictor match that we played and this was maybe going off topic now, but it did give me a bit of a buzz. We played, um, played a non-exam league or, thing where you didn't have your even certs and I remember we played um, Nemo over in um, Ali Martel and again it was just a non-exam league thing and we won by two points but after that game Patrick DC was came up to me and he said it was the first time he'd ever won anything you know and he said he'd been playing on 12 on 14 on 16 first time he'd ever won anything you know this is it was, it was minor you know um, and you know you'd see you know fellas like you know, it mean it meant something to him at that stage, and I suppose that's the kind of buzz I get. You know, you see fellas then, you know, training and developing and stuff like that. But but as near as I got to it, but I, I didn't have like when you're, I, I was, you know, at that stage when when it happened, you'd been flying, you'd been flying fit, and you'd been starting to, you know, you're you're training with Jeffy Dennison and all these fellas, and you're getting into the zone as well, like and you're starting to physically stronger and more drawn and then you know that goes but you know I think he did the second best thing I had was getting involved I, I had worked in Dublin for one year and then when I came back I said look can I try and get involved in team and it was like it was like something that you know once you once you're in you're nearly hooked and you're probably the same like like being free like I, I live in Paris now and it's probably easier you know to drive out to pitch it on in five minutes but like I, I see you on Nick when he was doing um when you were doing the football now two years ago it was maybe three years ago and like you're living and everyone has a busy working life but you're living up in up in Cork City and you know you've you're at the time you three young kids and you know there's demands enough when you're coming home and when you've three young kids not to mind driving down to Kilbert to train a group of lads and you know you might have maybe only eight or nine of them there you know but then to get into the car I think fellas to do that and to really give it back to the club I think it's I, I, I just think you know you do it and you do it and you do get something out of it yourself, even if it's only eight or nine fellas are there, you know, you do get something. Like Paddy, you were the same, you've been involved and I think there's lots, you know, when you finish up and you are involved after it, yeah. it, it, it does, you do get, it's the nearest thing you can get to getting buzz back. 
Also the Galsanian. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Pox, there's Pox at the county board as well. I just, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do get a good buzz of those. <laughs> <laughs> my free pass, or my 50 euro pass. But could, David, when you were you, um, like 23 is young enough to be finishing, like, and yeah. you would have probably come up with a, a like, come through with good teams and one stuff. Well, like, well, like, was it, was it kind of. I, I remember when it happened, or you, you probably, we were playing um, junior football. Championship against the Rovers and Clan and Kilty. I'd say it was was it ninety four. I'd say so it was the year after Dawnies. I'd say was it either ninety four or ninety five or something around that time. Right. They were playing junior, and Patisi was training the team. I think Patisi and John Wynn might have been involved, or Patisi anyway. And we were playing towards the night before the game, playing just one on one. And I was up against you, and it showed my legs day and everything else went and. I pat, I went out to dress him and pat and he said, would have been a vice on it. <laughs> so I went home, I walked home and my father said, he said, no, I'll not take you to a doctor tonight. <laughs> so there's no doctor tonight. He said, it'll be fine. A bit of ice pat, so it'll be great. <laughs> so I didn't, that, that was a bit of that. But like, it's, um, yeah, I, it was kind of, you know, when you were coming up and... Have you ever forgiven one for that? Like, or well, he's still there? He's never, he's never apologized. Yeah, he never apologized for what he was asking. He said it was shoulders, shoulders. I suppose you can't apologize. We've gone. We've gone. But yeah, you like, I suppose when you're that you know, you're going to matches, then after we'd say, and you've seen the lads, you know, playing with us. No, you, 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 you would you be, you'd miss it. You'd miss it, like, yeah. Would you? Like, see the buzz there when you'd, um, 2005, you know, you know, and see the buzz around the place yeah, as well, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, what I feel like it was, like, the, the one consolation was that I, like, I was 31, so I'd had a good enough run. We'd won, we'd won the county in 09, 10, and I remember speaking to one of the nurses in the hospital, and she, she said that, look, look, there's a guy saying situation, you 22. Like yeah. mad soccer, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 you know, so like that. But I can't, like, because I think you, except Jamie, even like, you know, I mean, yeah, having to go that young, like, it, like, it must have been pretty devastating at the time, like, you know, you, you'd like to do on the sport like that, there's, yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing else, like, you know, and it was very always brought up, like, you tried to every match, school matches, everything, like, so you know, but uh, you're a you know, but I, I found the the Getting involved, even getting back involved, maybe taking one or two years where you weren't going to train. I found you didn't go to any matches either. You know, yeah. when you're up in Dublin, just you didn't. You're away really, you, you didn't want to really, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then getting back involved in training teams, you know, from great buzz and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. to see that some of the lads coming through because, yeah. and like even if you go into the football, I think like even you look at underage, Kilbritton has his, uh, you know, even though there's as many good footballers as there is harbors, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you see the way they're playing now as well, you know, there's, there's a lot of good footballers in the parish as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think they, they, you know, they do complement each other, you know, fitness mm-hmm. levels as well. Yeah. Got yourself on, was there anything you kind of miss? The, like the, the, one of the, I was just thinking there about the, what the lads were saying, um, one of the things, and it might, it might only be after match, like we'd all love to be, when we think about it, we'd all love to be winning matches by 10 points and coasting and playing well and everything like that, but, it's kind of the uncertainty is one of the big, the anticipation and the uncertainty of how it's going to go. That's certainly afterwards when the game is finished and if things went okay, like that was, that's a big buzz, all right. And like, would you like to be winning all your matches by 10 points? You wouldn't really. There's there's no challenge 
there's no challenge and that is that kind of anticipation and, and uncertainty was kind of the big thing um, that really would keep you coming coming back. I thought I'd miss it more, to be honest. And a bit like Damien, I was surprised what kind of buzz I got out of training afterwards. Now, to be fair, like I never did kind of the manager's job in fairness. Um, Jack or David Desmond was the football manager the last two years. So he did all the heavy lifting. All I did was land down to, to, to training and, and do the coaching uh, or part of the coaching. So in that respect, but you're saying you know, some sort there, alone, but you know, you're, you're I know, sitting, I know you're, you're organizing like, matches, organizing I, lads, making sure that, and then I suppose the other thing regarding just just the last two years as well with COVID, you had condensed seasons. Um, so like the first year uh, of COVID, um, we might have played maybe one match before COVID, maybe in February or whatever it was, and kind of we would have the regular numbers. You know, at the start of the year, you would have good numbers to be fair, but as this football season would go on, you know, you might be. Um, you you might you know you might be struggling for twenty every match. You might you mightn't have you mightn't have um everyone uh, as the as the season go on, but because of COVID there there was some football matches we couldn't bring everybody on. We had 25, 30, 35 even over thirty one night, and the first year particularly of COVID because people were so appreciative of having sport back, and it was actually great. The end the end of the year was actually just brilliant. Um. You know, we were we were doing all right. I think Collins beat us in the game below in um, Castlehaven, but we did okay in the next game. I think I can't remember the games now. But there was just great numbers, and I think they were so appreciative of having matches when it looked like there was going to be no matches, and there was just a great buzz for a couple of weeks. And then the second season as well, not this year, no, last year again, it was similar. It was kind of a, a bit of a condensed, not as long as the nine months that we were kind of used to ourselves um, when we were playing. But again, we had great. We great numbers. So and Damien touched it there, kind of meant to learn, um, meant to pick stuff up. Um, I definitely got more of a buzz. I, I don't miss as much playing as much as I thought I would, and I definitely got more of a buzz out of um the last two years kind of training than I thought I would as well. It just to, to, you'd be first enthusiastic after coming away from a training session where you thought the lads got something out of. Um, I'm just going to check in on time. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, perfect. Oh, well, I can ask. Or is that okay? No, we're good, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, half yeah. eight. Well, yeah, no, you're grand. Are you sure? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I said perfect. I was like, yeah, we've still another half an hour. Sorry, no, actually, we're half an hour. No, no, it's G here. Not even the wife and kids, man. Uh, it's a pass. 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 That's why the curtains are. Yeah. 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 Just to freshen up a small and go again. Like. But you, you, like, it is the one topic, like, and it's probably it's the beauty of it all. So, like, you, we, you could stay here for yeah. Yeah, yeah. for the night, like, literally. Yeah. There's, there's no. You're, you're talking about nearly 40 years as well. It's yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you know, and it's even before we started playing, you, about after you were yeah. playing. It's a big period, like, but it's, yeah, yeah sure, like, it's just as, it's just ingrained in your really, like, what does it mean to each of you, the Britain G? I don't know who wants to take this first. I just when you when you mentioned that type of question earlier, it is a hard one to answer. But I, I suppose even just an evening like this, you know that. What what other kind of guys would it? I I I I don't imagine another kind of a situation where I look forward to just chatting 
you know, um, about something. It's, I suppose, friends and where you're from, that sense of identity. But the friends is just, well, they're, you'd have them ever like. And that's, that's it. you know, you'd come to something like this without question or without even thinking about it. Um, you know, which is kind of an unusual environment for us all talking to a recorder or a camera. But it's not a bother because we knew we, we knew we'd enjoy it. And that's what it that's what it means when you meet someone that you haven't met with. No, I'd meet the lads a bit more often than that. But if you met someone from Kilbritton that you didn't meet with however many years, should you'd have a chat straight away with them like um around GA or something like that. So I suppose just just just, just, just that built in kind of sense of identity that you never that you never lose and you always have great memories of when you lose. What about yourself, uh, Damien? Yeah, I suppose it's. I don't know, it's, it's uh, like, it means, like, it's it's part of what you are, like, you know, I, I suppose it go back, it's, you know, you look at fellas, I, I suppose, back along and see them, Mick Donovan's or, you know, Tom Maloney's and stuff, you know, I, 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 my memories of being very young before when, when, um, Dad used to play. I remember they used, they used to have a lot of they used to be Barry Ward or Nemesis, and they used to lose a lot of those games. And I just remember um, Fintan Crowley would be living above, and Fintan would have some kind of get a, some gash or some opening up, and Fintan would walk down to our own place, and they could, you know, after losing, and they could stay up for hours just, you know, talk about the match and where they lost it or why they lost it. and. You know, it's just memories like I, 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 it's. I think it's more than just a club. It's more. It's and you know, it's cliche, but it's it is about the people. It's about generations of people. You know, like and there's an awful lot of you know, like talk about when we were hurting. Like I, I, Mick Donovan was a selector with us when we were minor, and Mick has passed away a good number of years. But you know, you're here talking because he had an influence on you. Um, and there's many people are going to be saying, you know. Pat TC had a huge influence on it. You know, there's a huge amount of people and there's other generations like you could have something somewhere in 20 years' time. And I know people will be talking about, you know, Dominic Cashman or, or, or there's, there's a huge amount of people. And I suppose everyone, every club has that and have their characters, but it's um, it's a huge thing. Like, I, I, I suppose, you know, it's, um, it's it's hard to put your finger on it. It's just, I suppose, when you're young and being dragged along to matches and you play with the same lads coming up and, you know, your sporting matches and then I suppose they kind of got involved kind of in training underage teams and getting involved with them and you try to, you know, get the same, you know, the same passion to fellas because it's it's a different environment for people. There's so many other outlets now, you know, and fellas kind of drift away if that, you know, it's a big world out there and fellas drift away and maybe you could say if, if you're, you could say you're very insular if you're sticking with the club and it's all about the club, but it's, yeah. it's, it means a huge amount to me, you know, huge amount. Paddy, just in time. Just through the dial there as well. You moved on to the next question. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's kind of, it, it's something that's kind of very hard to put into words, I suppose, because it's it's more about experiences than, than, than experience of friendships, I suppose. And I, I draw like, I think, like, <clears throat> like we wouldn't have won a huge amount, you know. Uh, we, I think we've won. I'm, I'm happy enough with 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 uh, with the haul that we have, like you know. But at the same time, the losses, I won't say they were like the last were very character building. And some nights out after the losses were as good as the nights after after the wins. 
but um but it's look it was just the, the whole experience of it um as i i, I would come from you know a big ga household my dad would have been heavily involved uh my mother would be a big ga person she but she was banned originally but um sisters would have played camogie uh all my brothers would have played so it, like it, it's i suppose it's something that was kind of it's ingrained in in the family anyway, and the uh, like, Britain is a huge part of of our family. We'll say, um, and then like friendship wise, you've got like it's gas. Like I was saying earlier, there you you've 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 a mix of fellas that are from different backgrounds, uh, different ages. Like I said, you could have twenty years of a gap, different schools, um, but it it just brings all these people together, and like the bond you make with fellas. Uh, I think particularly after a win, like when you win a county, uh, like when we won the county in 2009, uh, like I know the bond that, because we, you know, I think that's where we were kind of struggling a lot was with the big age gap. We'd like Jamie Wall and Conor Malone and these guys had just kind of come into the team and, you know, didn't really know a lot of the lads. Um, so a win didn't just kind of, it, it really bonded lads in the night road afterwards and um, it, it just created this kind of connection. Um, which which only winning can do, like you know. But that kind of connection then is, jeez, oh, I just think it's a, it's a lifelong thing. You know, there's lads there. Oh, I just you just wouldn't see fellas that much anymore because I'm living in Cork and fellas, you know, fellas married and kids and stuff, and um, or they're living away themselves and stuff. But but you'll always forever and always have that that those memories, uh, those connections. Uh, as I said, like you you talk as much about the losses as you would about the wins, um. But it's was that I mean it's 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 so difficult to you, try and explain your your GA connection uh, to a non GA person is is just impossible because there's absolutely no there's no comparison I think out there um, so it's 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 uh, I'm just stumbling over this answer to answer you because I I just I I genuinely I I just can't put it into words but I would say if I had to I would say the experiences and and the friendships is is ultimately what kind of um, what makes it for me or what made it for me. Love how they're all like big life changing things for you really, you know, and it always comes down to that. I think everyone that I'm kind of talking to, it's almost even never about the hurling, but when it comes down to it, it's the friendships and it's, it's people into their eighties, you know, who are still talking about it's such a big part of their life now, even playing it with the last kind of 50 years and there's that kind of connection to it, which is nice. We're probably pushing on time now as well. We're definitely, we're at midnight now at this stage, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> It's Thursday. In the next episode, past chairman, Padge O'Brien, Tommy Brennan, and Frank O'Brien. But that time, there was a lot of politics in Kilwood. Like, Sean Collins would be kicking me under the table. Like, God, for God's sake, we're going on. Like. The players in Kilwood in that time uh, were brilliant. You're in the hall and you're in the, the candles. You can see good teams all the time. Slight and have David Town myself. He was all born, like, and he was always in the right place at the right time. If he had hit, he said, Oh, next to us, he knew me, he knew me for Jack Rabbit. But your man came very close to me and must have said something to me. He must have said, Yes. Yeah, we did then. And because the other one down, then like your children. So oh, yeah. So they was up again straight away. There's too many fellas playing out of position, all they can do. Too many fellas around the middle of the field, I'm a waste of time, I think, myself. <laughs> Great feeling around the parish that time. Everyone stayed together.
The longest day you'll is up the Saturday seventy one only. He said the longest day you'll if you said you'll never see a bar hitting that field like 